Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Heidecker, and you are listening to Hey Fan. Enjoy your morning. Hey fam, welcome to Hey Fam. My name is Levins. Hello, sports fans. My name is Angus Truscott. We are coming to you live from the number one sports bar in Sydney, the 871 bar. Yeah. Where is it? Don't look it up. We'll never tell. Just uh, go into the middle of the city any, any time of the week. Currently, it's like 11.45am on a Monday. Yeah, and... We're not alone. There's always one other person here. There's always more sports fans who to isn't working here. With. But yeah, just go into the city, yell "sports" at the top of your voice, and yeah. then if in you have 30 the desire to time, see uh, any ball shaped from an oval to a perfect circle, your heart will guide you here. Uh, and we came, we came here to discuss something very important. We've finally caught up on all five of the first episodes of the new HBO series Westworld. Is this the first time we've done this since last year? Like watched a show, watched a concurrent sh- to yeah, its almost to- viewing schedule. Totally. This is a long. This is this is like vintage Hey Fam. When we started this podcast, we I think we we the first episode was the first week that the second season of True Detective started. Yeah, it and also the first episode of Ballers. Ballers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we are. Uh, we spoke about a new HBO. episode of, of, of True Detective for the first 10 episodes or whatever of Hey Fam. And wasn't that an amazing uh, what a emotional ride? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here we are again. We have more purpose, more glue to hold this podcast together brought to you by HBO. Yeah, and also, um, before we talk about that HBO show, that other little company that continues to supply <laughs> us with glue that holds this little podcast together. Yeah. Those fucking insane maniacs at Nintendo. They're so crazy. They have two HQs right next to each other. I can vouch. <laughs> That's weird. They have two Nintendo buildings. Um, just a little quick little update on them. They have done something really strange that I don't think has ever been done before, and they've basically updated a game from four years ago, earlier, five yeah. years ago what almost. what game is this? Animal Crossing uh, with DLC. 2013. Right. Yeah, it was 20, three, three and, years, and a half which years is ago. Massive, three and a half is very long, yeah, yeah. Um, it never really got a, a proper update, and now it's been given a big proper update. Yeah. And uh, I uh, am now contemplating... It's enough for you to get it back out, isn't it? That's yeah. what you're thinking. It's also enough for me to buy a fucking peripheral that allows me to scan in Amiibos to a, a, a system that I don't even use. And guess days. what? That's not anecdotal. He's literally rocked up with a uh, wireless 3DS uh, NFC scanner. It's amazing. And uh, I was given to it at a discounted price because <laughs> the uh, the clerk at uh, EB Games, Parramatta Westfield... Reckons rec- you're rich. Re- <laughs> no, he recognised me from oh. uh, DJing at the Venga Boys show the other night. That's the best. I mean, <laughs> I know you just got a discount on these drinks. Do you reckon this is why as well? I think so, too. I, I think for the rest of my life, I will be heavily discounted in all things. As the Venga Boys DJ? As the official Venga Boys DJ. Now, 
how's it been? Let's let's talk about you, that. That's a big show, isn't it? You've been playing sold out shows every night. Yeah, I've played to about twenty five thousand people in the last uh, ten days. That's like Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just watched a documentary about them, which was amazing. That's the, that's the only band you know. Um, it's the only band I know, but yeah, uh, that's a lot of people. That's yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, and. Uh, I think I'm going to take my 3DS on tour for the rest of the shows. I've got four more dates left. I've got one, right. more, one more Sydney. We've already caught up on Melbourne. Westworld. That was one uh, peripheral entertainment you, you, you took with you. Yeah, yeah. You I got a, re- a really heavy discount on, on Westworld. Yeah, through, me too. Uh, the the old, uh, old pirate Bayo. Yeah, right. yeah. uh, you know, everybody knows your me. name. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I think I'm going to take my 3DS on tour. Gonna, I, I haven't really taken my 3DS out with me in a long while. And I know when the Switch was announced, I was like, oh, I can't wait to like take the Switch out and play video games on the go again. Yeah. And I was like, well, I have a 3DS, I have a 2DS, I have you a DS, have, yeah. I haven't used them in forever. I'm you looking forward a, to taking it out on the road. You have the Switch 0.1. Yeah. Um, have any of the Venga Boys, do you think, will they have a 3DS and will you get their maze? I don't think... Who are you on tour with? It's Venga Boys, Crystal Waters. Crystal Waters is the absolute highlight of the show. These yeah. are all 90s dance acts, if these names aren't familiar to you. Yeah. So Venga Boys, Crystal Waters, Wigfield, um, Tina Cousins. Tina Cousins. And Joanne. Out of all of them, who do you think is the most likely to be a 3DS player, owner, and constant carrier around on tour? I am going to put myself out there and say none of them, but okay. maybe one of the Venga Boys. I reckon one of the Venga Boys. Because there are some younger... The, 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 the crazy thing about the Venga Boys is that it's always been the same two girls in Venga Boys, and then there the have boys. been like six other dudes all throughout, throughout the history of the Venga Boys. All exchangeable. In Venga Boys canon. All interchangeable. That's wow. right. You know I love canon. Uh, so, yeah, the, the weird fact about the Venga Boys, it's the girls who hold that band together. I like that. Yeah. It's about bloody time. Uh, so, hopefully one of them has a 3DS. Hopefully one of them will want to hop on board Animal Crossing. The coolest thing I want to talk about in Animal Crossing is that you can scan in Zelda and Splatoon Amiibo. And they're hanging and out they, with you in And they town. can ask them to move into your town. Now, does that mean they become one of the yeah, NPCs yeah, that you chat One of the to? villages. So, you can yeah, have Wolf crazy. Link or Ganon, like Blue Ganon from Link to the Past. How do they look? Do they look Animal Crossing? Yeah, or? it's fucking cool. cool. Yeah, wow. Well, I mean, this is like this is the classic goofy Nintendo give you like this dumb yeah. gimmick. Why shouldn't like, this happen? Those things appeal to me so much and it's so easy. You are the target market for this. I don't, I don't know why... I saw this thing, this stupid Nintendo Direct, which is... Yeah, the Direct which is, is almost amazing. like an adult swim video. I was watching it's, it thinking it's like it's brilliant. like an adult swim video, right? And they released it's, two Directs in the last week. One of them yeah. is about this new game called Metopia, which doesn't make any sense And Sakurai whatsoever. makes an appearance at the end. Yeah. Man, I, as soon as I watched that, I sent you that thing. How is Sakurai 46 years old? He looks 21. <laughs> He's beautiful. Yeah. He's perhaps the most beautiful looking person I've ever seen. He's the, uh, the, one of the eggheads behind Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's his baby. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I don't know. I just I love that I you know I'll criticize Nintendo so much with all these dumb mistakes, and then all it takes toy. is the stupidest update, and I'm like, yeah, cool. I'll fork out another fifty dollars to your company, like without even thinking. Well, hey, <laughs> that's you, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it might, if it's you know it's a free update, I'll download it. I got the game somewhere. Yeah, you should definitely update it. There's some other cool things that they yeah. added. You can now. Um, you know, they, they're very aware that a lot of people haven't played, picked even, even, even opened up their con- their uh, 3DS to play Animal Crossing in, you know, two and a half years. So you can now sell your old town 
and then start a new town with heaps of bells. Heaps that's of money. Pretty, that's very appealing for Which someone super like cool. That's a that very cool move. I know you, when you reopen the game, it's going to be full of cockroaches. You, and you just get guilt-tripped by every village member yeah, yeah. for like having a social so life. So I'm going to fucking kill all my villagers and then open a new one. Yeah, maybe I'll do the same. Maybe we, maybe we could do a thing, see how long each of us can start playing Animal Crossing for again. Yeah, I'm really keen. I love Animal Crossing. Like, like If you haven't played it before, it's a pretty mundane, Sims-esque kind of thing, but it's so you know what, it's Nintendo the perfect glossy. Game. Yeah, totally. Like when, when it's something you pick up when you're on the train or when you're taking a shit, it's perfect. But carrying around a Nintendo 3DS just isn't as convenient as an iPhone, unfortunately. I got a cool little Luigi pouch I like to take around. When yeah, we, you do. Yeah. Um, but it is, funnily enough, going to be one of the games coming to iPhone. Yeah, I don't know what you know what kind of version of it. The, great, the, oh, another really cool thing is that uh, the biggest thing everyone loved about the Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer uh, game that came out last year, oh. which wasn't that well received, but no. for those who actually played it, enjoyed it. Um, but you can now like move move your furniture and shit around in your house a lot better <laughs> using the touchscreen instead of like having to pick it up and place it within. This is extremely like this is hilarious. Like, but, but I swear this is something that should appeal to you more yeah. than it appeals to me. Why isn't this like a? Um, why isn't that from a feature from day one though? You know, it's <laughs> oh, just I, like, I don't know. They added it. Be happy. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for a game I don't own. <laughs> right, enough about Nintendo until no, we were saying Mitomo. Oh, no, Mitopia. Yeah, you want to RPG? Well, we don't thing. really know what it is because there's been no English explanation for it. It looks like a bigger budget version of the Me, the um, Me Street Pass game, basically the castle hunting yeah. game or what? Castle, the dungeon, whatever game. You know, which was a game that you played by carrying your 3DS around in your pocket, and as you passed, yeah. other people had a 3DS, and the reward was hats. Yeah, you'd you'd play, you'd get through. You'd, it was kind of like a turn-based RPG. I collected all those motherfuckers. Yeah, hats I got too. the big ass boss one at the end, that crazy one, right? Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. demon. Like it was pretty on Nintendo. Yeah. Um, I don't know if this is. It looks like it's just going to be an eShop game. I don't know if it's going to actually come out in the Western world. I don't think might, so. There's it been no. Be it's Japanese. coming out December eighth in Japan. I don't think there'll be yeah. any chance of that hitting the West. It looks like an eShop game. Um, the 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 direct for it was quite funny. Did you watch? Yeah, it, it was hilarious. Subtitleless and just kind of like a saga about all these people working together and how at night she, uh, the the female protagonist is um kind of a bit shy and stuff at work, but using them all to rescue them and stuff. It was beautiful. She yeah. win a fucking like Academy Award for best short foreign film. <laughs> um, still have no idea what the game is really. It just kind of looks like an update. Again, I thought that'd be an amazing iPhone game. Like, why couldn't that be an? And this is another perfect world scenario. Imagine if that was an update to Mitomo. Yeah, totally. Like you actually have a game now as opposed to asking weird questions. Mitomo is just going to be this weird like blip in... Uh, it's in getting ten- a big update though, apparently. Oh, really? Where you can have a friend move in with you. You can design your house. So it looking sounds- forward to have you move in with me, friend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to living together with you in our perfect Nintendo universe. Uh, it's still funny that blows my mind as Mitomo is on the most powerful... Out of all Nintendo's games, it's the one on the most powerful console, and it's the iPhone. Like, it's more powerful than the Wii U. That's bizarre, right? The iPhone 7 is, yeah. like, a more uh, experienced whatever. But, Angus, speaking of uh, moving into a video game... <laughs> I, got, I got segue chills. Westworld is the uh, latest big HBO yep. dramatic series based uh, on the Michael Crichton movie of the late 70s. Well, yeah, there are some theories that it might be in the same universe. A uh, sequel, perhaps. That sounds like something the park that has been running for 30 years. Right. Yeah, that's out my alley of soft reboots. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's by Jonah Nolan, better known as Jonathan Nolan of uh, Christopher Nolan fame. Oh, is he, are they related? He's a younger brother. He oh, wrote cool. all the Dark Knight films with him. Right. Yeah, he's written, like, every Chris Nolan movie. That's awesome. Yeah. I didn't realise he was Yeah, like, so him crazy. and Lisa Joy, who uh, I don't know a lot about, but is bringing a, a lot of joy to me. No, she did Pushing Daisies and Burn Notice, so whatever. Doesn't have the same pedigree, sorry, to me. I didn't watch either show. And... Uh, Old mate J.J. Abrams slapping his name of approval uh, on it in the form of an executive producer credit. 
What have you got? Th- those, those aren't hard to get. They're not hard to get. This guy's dishing them out. If you've got a <laughs> science fiction series that needs a soft reboot. Yeah. JJ's your man. Have you seen the original movie? Um, I have years ago. Yeah, probably in a half asleep state or a heightened state. There uh, were six glorious months of uh, my high school life in which my family had Foxtel. Oh, wow. And that was the time where Foxtel meant something. Nowadays, yeah. who gives a fuck? Yeah. But when I was a teenager, like I was the it's fucking kid that had It's when you had relationships with... VJs and yeah, and, you know, and like it was like eighty dollars a month. Yeah, or you made ridiculous. appointments to watch Nick at Night to watch Ren and Stimpy. Like you did this stuff. And there was a uh, I don't know, I remember what the classic movies one was, but that, that, that Westworld was screening on it, and they would kind of screen movies, like kind cult, of, darkish. Yeah, but they would screen it like you know seven times throughout throughout yeah. the week. That so they you'd catch it. it in parts. Almost. And, no, no, I would I, I'd straight up watch it seven times yeah. in one week. So I do remember it pretty well. I remember being entranced by the video cover when I worked at a video store oh, as a man. teenager. I had a poster of the front yeah. cover too. It's incredible. It's, such a it's good an cover. amazing cover. And I was like, how do I not know of this movie that's like a robot? Th-? And then obviously found out that I had seen it in the form of a Simpsons episode, essentially. Um, I'm just going to bring up the old poster. <laughs> oh, yeah, the itchy and scratchy Yeah, yeah, which, is the, which was that. Uh, the original poster, this this shit. I mean, look at this. Look at this. Yeah, I, I had that poster on my wall. That's the it's one amazing. of like the image of the, the robotic cowboy with, with the, the like uh, lower half of his face removed, so you can see all the mechanical bits. He's like half of his fingers are off, and he's got these weird syringe-looking fingers. Uh, not too dissimilar to Scarecrow's hands in the Arkham game. That's right. And then, <laughs> yeah. and then there's a circle within it of uh, is it Yul Brenner? Is he? Was yeah, he one of the Yul Brenner guys? and uh, James Brolin's one of the Brolin was the cow the main yeah. bad guy. And it was I think the first and last film directed by Michael Crichton, R.I.P. Yeah, who That's wrote it? Good uh, movie. The book, and then went on to write Jurassic Park, which again is a very uh, shares a lot of similar themes. Definitely, yeah. It's a park in which adults can live out their wildest fantasies. And old British people are in charge and might have a bit of a uh, messiah complex and don't really understand the difference between um, life and artificial life. So this is now an actually HBO they're both series. exactly the same, aren't they? <laughs> There's no like cowboy fuck robots in Jurassic Park. Well, we don't know. No one has sex with a velociraptor. No, but those little ass dinosaurs. Clever girl. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think we've opened up a, a whole, uh, you know. If, if, if HBO ever make a Jurassic Park series, you know people sex will be source. having sex with yeah, dinosaurs. Yeah, dino sex. Because that's like the biggest thing that's like, because it's very obviously an HBO series. These robots are fucking nude You're gonna all You're going to be seeing time. some big old titties and dicks in this. And trust me, I have. I've seen them all. <laughs> I've seen them all. I've watched five eps. I've seen it. There's nothing left for me to discover just, about the human yeah, body. It's like it, it's such a uh, you know somber mood. It's it's all about mood. This it show. is. The sh- the, I think the the thing it does best to a point of frustration in a sense where you're like we're five apps in and we kind of haven't been told much. It's mood. Yeah. It nails mood. Absolutely does. Yeah, like it, it, you can tell in a way. Now that does that make sense given the Nolan pedigree? Now you can see. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, what. Elevator pitch. What's the show what about? Was I was gonna be like, what's the sh- I was like, is anyone here not watching it? Like, what's the show for people who haven't watched it? So you know, if you are in, in, in the future, at some point, you can go to this uh, theme park where you uh, enter a world that is a western world. So cowboys and this isn't Indians. like a obvious Disney theme park where you know it's no, clear it's not to say land. this is like a full on experience. This looks like it's like massive. It's like the size of a continent almost. By Absolutely. the looks of things, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, there are robots in there that look like people, and you can uh, Blade Runner vibes. You can follow them on, on adventures. You can have sex with them. You can shoot them, but they can't harm you. Yeah, and uh, there's like narratives written by a narrative writing team who run the park, and they create. They can up the stakes in uh, a narrative. So if I could be wandering down the street with Levens, and this old cowboy could come up and be like, 
hey guys, uh, I've heard about this treasure. Do you want to find it? You can go on like a, I mean, it's like an open world game essentially, isn't it? Then yeah, you can, absolutely. I mean, it's, our, it, it feels very much like what we're going to experience in Red Dead Redemption Two. Comes yeah, out. and our our friend the goat uh, Hideo Kojima chimed in this week on it, which was great. Saying, um, "Oh man, yeah, everyone, everyone listening. I mean, I assume you already do, but you should definitely follow. Even if you don't play video games and you listen to our podcast, yeah, for but some if you've reason, never played a Metal Gear, follow game. Hideo Kojima, uh, the creator of Metal Gear Solid. He uh, said on uh, Twitter, he's unbelievable." Here he says, I can say the TV version of Westworld is the real open world action game, whereas original movie version was theme park attraction. Up to episode three, the reset on NPC side is finally depicted, but how about the continue on player's side being unknown? Now, yeah. poetry, I know, but also, yeah, I love the fact that game developers watching it essentially getting hard over like, oh my God, this is what I do for a living. Absolutely. I yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Like, I'm finding the whole NPC side of things amazing. Like, these... Human-esque. I mean, we've gone to a point in the show now where we've learned they're not mechanical. They've made of flesh and bone, like almost like the um, the Cylons and the rebooted Battlestar Galactica. They have blood. They have, you know. Yeah, and not because it's more like futuristic. It's no, because it's, it's cheaper. cheaper. They said. So I'm thinking, like, is it just kind of some stem cell, you know, like cloning shit they're doing? Yeah. So we don't. We haven't given a time frame. So Anthony Hopkins runs the park. Yeah, uh, we should say that there are three. There are three main threads yeah. that, this, that this follows. You have. The, the the human visitors to the park and their interactions with the robots within Westworld. Yeah. You then have the robots themselves as they begin to almost like achieve sentience yeah. in their own weird way or kind of defy their programming. A couple of the characters have uh, started to realise that they've been basically like, because humans are terrible, these things get shot up and fucked every night basically. Uh, in the ultimate and form of... And then fucked in the shot holes. And then fucked in the shot holes, which is the ultimate form of... um human decadency, if you will. And these uh, robots, you know, much like a cat or something, they're starting to realise that, you know, their lives are <laughs> nothing like a cat. Um, but they're starting to realise, hey, Poor I've experienced deja vu before. Which is, I'm, when I'm watching it, I'm just thinking such Nolan vibes still, like Memento. Or yeah, definitely. Like a, oh, this has all happened before type of vibe and Inception. And the third thread is uh, what I like to call the bullshit that you hate playing in Assassin Creed, Assassin's yeah, Creed games. Yeah, this is I love that you called it that. Because it's, uh, you see, and it's nowhere near as bad as the, the crappy, no. you know the shitty future bits of Assassin's Creed where you're like, Worse. we're going to send you back to your ancestors. To yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then it's aliens end up being the answer. And it looks like that's going to be half the fucking movie when the Assassin's Creed movie Worse. comes out, so yikes. But, uh, the third thread of uh, Westworld is that you see a lot of the behind-the-scenes yeah. stuff b- between the the writing staff who write the dialogue and the and the stories for the for the robots to follow within and the, Westworld, and then the programmers, like the tech staff all the stuff. tech stuff, the repair people. No, I've got to say it's been getting a bit more interesting now. We're finding out that um, different people who are visiting the park actually have a stake in it. Like it's starting to unfold a bit more. Oh, like, I loved the fifth episode. I thought same. actually, I don't, and there's no slide on the episodes before it, but the fifth episode was the first episode I watched while not doing something else. I think the first one was my favorite for a long time, just because it had that amazing shootout with the uh, oh, the score is amazing too, using like Radiohead oh, and Rolling Stones, fucking and, Black Hole Sun, yeah, Black Hole the, Sun, yeah. The Cure, like it's insane. So it's like one of those old uh, automatic pianos where you have the you know those dots that roll and around. It's like honking song, like ding 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 ding. Sometimes you'll get some crazy like modern like, songs because I guess this is a park for contemporary you know yeah. audiences. But that shootout to paint it black was when I was like, oh shit, this is fucking sick. But yeah, the fifth episode was great. Remind me of like an adult version of when um, Pinocchio and his friends go to the island, the Pleasure Island, where it's um, they all turn into donkeys. Are in this like decadent part of the land, which did they say was one of the oldest parts written by uh, 
Arnold, who seems to be this mysterious character, which opened yeah. the park should three we open, years ago. Should we say, are we going to spoil it? Oh, we'll talk about. It. Yeah, we may. As We're well. going to do like vague spoilers. We're yeah. not going to like really ruin anything. It's not a big spoiler. So it's Hopkins, actually a pretty hard thing to spoil because really that, not that much has been revealed five episodes in, and that's been yeah. one of the biggest criticisms. It has been of the show. See, I, I binged it, so to me, I haven't been. As like in a, I've watched all five in one week, so yep. for me that hasn't been as a glaring over, like notice, as opposed to maybe somebody who's watching it week by week. This is the first television show that I've ever watched without my wife. Oh wow! Since we started dating, so this is a big this is a big move. This and is I, I haven't told her that I've watched it. This, well, is, this uh, is the closest to come, B, if you listen, the closest to cheating I've ever done. Yeah, <laughs> B doesn't. They're just anymore. robots. It doesn't matter. It's not real. <laughs> it's just robots, B. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, the plot is one of the one of the plot points is that uh, Doctor Ford, Doctor, you call him Doctor Ford, opened the park with a partner thirty years ago, and his partner um, Doctor Ford is played by uh, Anthony uh, Hopkins, the Hopper. who plays his usual self of uh, hey yo, plays his usual self, uh, melancholic yet uh, whimsical self. Yeah, always looks a bit sad, but always a bit happy. Yes, that's old. That's old uh, Hopko, isn't it? Uh, he opened a park 30 years ago with his partner who died in the park and we just and the robots have maybe started speaking to programming bits of him or something we don't really understand but this old decadent part of the park was one that he'd built did they say it'd been like there forever 30 years and yeah, kind of like the, kind of the deeper you get into the park the kind of the more dangerous it gets you, you basically like because yeah it's, it's one thing to kind of uh have all the sex and, and, and shootouts you Which want. Which is what all the basic people do. They go there for a weekend, they fuck a robot, exactly. and then they the go home. The deeper you get, the closer you get to war. Yeah. And that's the, like, that's the, 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 the best thing that you can... You can yeah, like, the most to be a part of war. Yeah, yeah. And we saw someone kind of get reasonably hurt recently. Like, one of the rules is, you know, you can't get... You can get shot at. It looks like a paintball type of thing almost. Yeah, like you get you a bruise. You, you get a bruise. But uh, we saw a guy caught a beating this week, the kind of dickhead who's... Who's actually looking to buy the park. Yeah, they've got a stake in it or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like, we want to up our stake. Now, I know we're jumping all over the place. I didn't know this, but it, I've been reading a lot of theories about it. That The show is actually set in two different timelines. Have you ever think of that? Um, so, the Man in Black timeline with him... Uh, talking to them. Played by like Ed it. Harris, who's riding around trying to find the maze. Um, is a separate timeline to the one with William, who's the nice guy and the dickhead. And they're set years apart, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. That's something that someone's called on, and I don't know if it's because there's a Nolan in the title, so they're like, this must be out yeah, of... Yeah, sure. But there's a, big, a couple of videos going around, which I haven't watched yet, which one of the big theories is William, who's nice and wears the white hat and is kind of very protective of things, ends up becoming the man in black and is going there for 30 years. Oh, cool. So maybe it's him who has the stake in it and is marrying in. Like, someone's... That'd be a great twist. That, yeah, maybe. For sorry it. for spoiling, <laughs> but there's a lot of theories there. And the show creators haven't commented, obviously. They're just saying, like, your theories are really good. We're reading them. That could be one of the theories. Yeah. I'm into that idea. So there's this kind of guy played amazing... Probably my favourite character in the show, played by Ed Harris, who's one of the visitors to the oh, park. Oh, he's by far the most... He's the best thing like, about he's, it. He's the, yeah, but he's not a bad guy because, like, he's a show... The closest thing, I guess, the show has to a traditional bad guy, i.e. he wears black and kills people. Mm. But they're robots, and he's just trying to get to a deeper part of the game, which he's heard rumours about for years. But he is doing what would be deemed bad things, but they're not bad because they're actually part of the game, mm. i.e. scalping a robot. But underneath the, the, the skin, there's actually a, a tattoo of a map, so he's, like, on the right path. And... It's awesome, and you're kind of like going, fuck, this guy's kind of super badass and violent, but he's only, he's doing what's in his rights yeah. to explore the park, which is really amazing. I am kind of love that kind of, 
Oh and, shit! That's Anthony kind of... Hopkins' character had so you know who, who who am I to get in the way of a good story? A, yeah, a, a journey journey of self. And all we know is of somewhat importance because a random came up to him, another visitor to the park, and said, "Oh, I can't believe it's you, sir. I'm a big fan. Thank you for saving my sister." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's like, "Don't talk to me. I'm on holiday." And yeah. you're like, "Oh, who is this guy?" Yeah. There's so it lo- could be a younger version of so. I mean, that makes it's a bit plausible because you've got to imagine Dolores who is played amazingly by Evan Rachel Wood, who is, I'd say, the closest thing the show has to a protagonist. Mm. Uh, We found out she's the oldest host at the park. We're introduced to her as a bit of a damsel in distress. Uh, But now we're seeing her kind of transform into this gun-toting cowgirl. Totally rewriting her Which is sick. Yeah. But maybe that's set in the past. I don't know. It's really weird. I don't know what's going on. But then the... uh Oh, yeah, okay. Or the other theory is maybe there's multiple versions of these characters going around at once, which was what happened with uh, uh, the guy who was hung and then became uh, Lawrence yeah, L. Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, the like, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which he was like, it's cool because you see these robots are now starting to be reused as different characters. Like, he was a kind of dimwit, um, uh, illiterate kind of goon, and now he's kind of in charge of, like, one of the most deadly... He's one of the most desired villain like uh, yeah. wanted men in the in the world that the game makes so the writers kind of reuse bodies which is pretty cool yeah I like that I mean, there's a lot of cool ideas going on there, there, there are a few things that like, I think I think it is uh, way too um, every, all the dialogue is way too self-important it's very yeah. like very easily parodable like you know SNL will be able to parody this with no oh, problems so simply yeah, 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 yeah. Where, where Dolores like, what are you doing the, and like the only scenes that aren't uh, the scenes between the like that the, the the man in black, the man in black, and then the new guy and and his uh, and his yeah. shithead like you know yeah. uh, not friend but like you know yeah. he's 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 gone there as and like I really like that new guy he's actually like a nice uh, moral sister. compass for the show you know yeah totally like yeah. I think those two and he's like, from it's always sunny in Philadelphia is he <laughs> played like an it, one of the inbred guys who's oh, like oh shit he did too yeah, yeah, yeah someone pointed that out to me I'm like fuck I can't unsee that now but the um the long discussions. Especially behind the scenes About with the man robots, and God and, that yeah. shit. Like that's the like, okay, tune out. Yeah, play the sum game for a while. Yeah, no, I can see that for sure. I get rock hard over um <laughs> robots who think they're humans. I mean, oh, totally. That's that's yeah. I, I love this genre, so I'm I'm just excited. There's another series, the closest thing. I know you haven't watched Battlestar, have you? But it's no. been like, man, I've got it on Blu-ray. Next like time I have too. a spare month. Yeah, next time uh, your kids are in college. There's that great. Uh, um, What's the name of Fred Armisen's uh, sketch yeah. show? Yeah, Portlandia yeah. One more episode. When they watch it all Just one more app, and then they watch it like over the whole weekend and it's just like, this is decadent as fuck. Didn't you kind of do a similar thing? Um, I've watched that series, I think, twice and yeah, it's, it's the best show to watch. It's like, it's amazing, but I'm getting a lot of illusions from that. Essentially, that leaned really heavily on Blade Runner and they're like more human than human and robots that are unaware that they're robot vibe and I didn't like, I'm loving that with Westworld where these... You actually feel bad for the, the the people who are supposed to be the villains, the the robots. Yeah, and I I'm a sucker for that shit. Especially like the nice guy, the guy from Always Sunny. Yeah, he, he just he almost treats them as human. And so yeah, to the point where he's being ridiculed lives. by his friend. Yeah, he's yeah. like you should just be fucking that thing or killing yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like I'm watching it and I'm constantly and I seldom do this. I'm constantly going, what would I do? And yeah. I think I am such, like I'm the guy when I play a Zelda game. I treat everyone nice. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I use Red Dead Redemption and Infamous. Yeah. You have opportunities to. To play as the evil character, to play it, you know, you yeah. can be the bad guy in Red and Dead. And there's been games that like do and that I can't, even better. I can't do it. Yeah, like even like, when I play I'll, like Grand Theft Auto and stuff, like I, I know you're supposed to drive around and smash the fuck out of it. Oh, okay, Grand Theft Auto is the exception to the rule. I, I kill but everybody. But I have a big problem doing it. I don't know why. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I, 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 the, the video game connection to this, it's like... No, I'm thinking Metal Gear. I could have been a prick in Metal Gear in, um, sorry, in Phantom Pain. Right. And when you are, apparently, you know how you have the shrapnel in your head? Yeah. It grows and grows until it's like a huge horn and your face gets covered in blood that can't come off. Wow. So, like, you get demonized in that game. Like, you have to do some pretty bad shit, I think. Like, you basically don't do stealth. You just kill everybody. Right. So, you can do that. And I, I've, I've made such conscious decisions to never follow that path because I'm, I'm weird and have nothing else going for me in life, I guess. <laughs> I just kind of fell around and then quit after three levels. <laughs> hey, some of us are... <laughs> some of us are good at those kind of games. Others yeah. aren't. Uh, yeah, I mean... I, the, the, and the Red Dead connection as well, especially you know, given that we know we're going to be entering that world again soon, and yeah. you do have the choice to, to to be an outlaw or to be a good guy. I think it can't like, come at a better time, can it? While well, this is in the public conscious, like, yeah. I think yeah. like my main criticism of this is that I could kind of just like to see more humans in the park mm. interacting because we really only have yeah like. The t- I really the want three some standalone episodes. Are, like I want to see yeah. an episode. Like and hopefully once they kind of set up. Because we're still learning the rules. This is like the longest intro episode. It really is. We're still learning like the rules of the park. We still don't know when it's like there's... They haven't really done a spoon fed. This is the pilot episode and we teach you everything. Like I know why they're not doing it. There are reasons, but I can't wait for them to get past that once we learn rules. Like bring twists, keep twists coming. But I want to know more of the rules of the park. Uh, which the show will then have to abide to. And then we can get like an episode, like a family stuck in a saloon on the weekend because the robots have gone fucking crazy and they're characters we haven't met before. But, you know, and they call them bottle episodes, you know, ones that are self-contained. Like the fly from Breaking Bad is a famous one, a famous example. I I can't wait for those to come and hopefully they do come. I want like a kid who's stuck on a ride episode. Oh, I love the kid who's people. Yeah. The kid robot. There's some theories that, yeah, he's like an Anthony Hopkins version of the kid or something. Right. Because he's always appearing with his stick. Like, yeah, it's kind of eerie, too. Like, this show's got this cool sense of eeriness. Definitely. And, like, there's theories that it's not even set on Earth. Right. Like, it could be set on Mars once Mars has been terraformed. Because it is huge. Or is it a VR experience? Like, yeah. no, I know. Like, there's some cool twists ahead. Maybe disappointing twists. <laughs> I, I wouldn't love the VR one, I think. Yeah, I think that would be boring. I like the idea I mean, we're actually seeing somewhere. these people build robots, actually. So, I don't think that's... A huge... Yeah, totally. Yeah, we're seeing these. And I love the way they're made. Like, they're this weird, organic, kind of sewn together. Oh, and the, and the, the montage at the beginning. Like the, the opening thing. Oh, the opening credits are great. It's so good. I don't skip it. Like, it's one I of those... I don't know. because I was binging it. And, I had, and like, I, I was trying to watch all five episodes. Yeah. You, well, one at a time. And I just you, couldn't... I couldn't skip it. I love that theme yeah. song. The music's great. It reminds me a lot of the Daredevil um, theme yeah, song. Yeah, it think really is, is, is the best, the best yeah. part of that show. Uh, I'm, I'm loving it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm loving it. This is... Broad- but yeah, I mean, so far, I'm into the series. I can see why people are annoyed. But also, um, 
I don't mind with those reasons. Like, I'm not yeah, annoyed. I think, like, I don't know. I, I, I don't it, need a show that ends on a cliffhanger every week, and I know a lot of shows are like that. And it's not, it's not doing any of the things that I really don't... Like, I don't mind a slow television no, show. No, I'll do just, I. I'll, I, I'm just I'm at the point now where I'm like, okay, you know what, it's fine. Look, I, it's I can tune well out every now and then, yeah. and it's okay. Like, if you want to like, hang on every single word that's said and look for clues, you can do that. And I do that. But, I'm doing that. I'm but loving this, it. Yeah, whereas I'm just kind of more casual yeah. approach. I'll, I'll, I, I think I, I'm okay with having my phone in my I hand I think it's for this one show. of the show you can do both for. Yeah. And you, like, Get you a show that can do both. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I'm really like, I'm glad I've got a show to watch that is out week by week that isn't called Game of Thrones because I fucking hate that show. Um, um, and I really hope it builds up a... You know, I've seen a lot of sites and, like, subreddits and stuff and people who are, like, doing that clue hunting and making uh, some dope timelines. You know, it's pretty obvious from listening to the show that we're obviously much more in tune with a sci-fi kind of yeah. show than a fantasy one. Yeah, I'm into it. I, do, I just love it. You know, and it has echoes of Jurassic Park and we fucking love Jurassic Park. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah and, I'm going to keep watching it. I really hope it gets greenlit for a season two. I'm sure it will. I, well, they need to the, in a way. This is hype. the show that I think they're trying to hope will carry... I think Jonah Nolan has said there's seven seasons. Yeah, and I, re- I reckon like, the, the theories that I've read aren't theories based on what's going to happen in the story. Yeah. It's based on what HBO are trying to what? do with this. Yeah, and so like I heard a theory that that this is they are playing the long the long game with this first season, and then there is going to be this ridiculous twist that they're really going to really properly earn by the end of season one, the, and which is because it's you know that'll be before. Game of Thrones yeah ends. sure and then so once Game of Thrones is done people will be people, gagged people, to see what exactly, happens exactly yeah, yeah I really hope that happens I mean I, it's kind of shit to know that we need a big uh, twist to keep us interested but yeah. I, I'm into it is, is Game of Thrones on, on concurrently or it's not on now and they're doing a Mad Men slash Breaking Bad and splitting up the final season into two years Right, like seven episodes or something. Oh, okay, sure. It's the new, uh, it's the new season finale. Breaking Bad did that. Yeah, Breaking Bad and Mad Men were the first. I think Mad Men was the first. Yeah. Oh no, Breaking it's an AMC Bad was. Thing. Yeah, it's just an AMC thing, guys. Uh, Get you a channel who gives you two Walking Dead shows. Uh, I um, you mentioned the, you know two of your heroes, J.J. Abrams and Nolan, working on yeah. the show. Uh, one of my favorite comic book writers is actually involved in uh, the out. writing and production as well. Oh fuck um, no. Ed Brubaker. Oh, is, I had no idea. I love yeah, Brubaker. Yeah, yeah. His, uh, his 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 name comes up in the credits every couple oh, of episodes. Responsible for some of the greatest runs of some of the best, you know. Uh, Marvel and DC own characters and, you know, his own characters. Yeah, Criminal is, is brilliant. Yeah, um, thanks for getting me onto that. Yeah, that's an yeah, yeah. ex- excellent one. I had no idea, that's sick. Alexi Toliopoulos actually has all of my uh, Criminal issues. If you're listening, uh, Levin's wants them back. Or at least just fucking read them, you yeah. prick. Yeah, um, we get it, you like Mike Myers. <laughs> <laughs> what would Mike uh, do? I mean, Brubeck has done a brilliant Catwoman run. Great Daredevil run. Uh, Captain America run that was pretty much oh, turned pretty into much Winter, Winter, Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, and Civil War. Uh, did it pick up the thread? No, and Civil War. It, did, it picked up on, on the... Uh, yeah. uh, it pretty much follows... And that only finished like War, two years ago, just before Marvel Now. Uh, it feels like two years ago, but it was actually about six. Oh, okay. Two, fuck. five, five-ish, four, it was one of the best, four years, I don't know. Probably the best... Around the same time Animal Crossing came out. Probably the best Cap run. <laughs> Like it's always heralded as it's like fantastic, right? Yeah, yeah it yeah. did Winter Soldier, it did the death of Steve Rogers, it did yeah. everything. It was yeah. incredible. Yeah, really good, good stuff. He's an incredible writer, and at the moment, I'm, man, um, that makes me pumped. I had no idea. How did I miss that? Yeah, I guess I've been avoiding stuff about this because I'm not up to date, and I'm now excited to watch the show and have a week to read. You know the think pieces and the stuff. So I think I, I purposely switched off. Yeah, reading about it because I wasn't up. Yeah, I wasn't up to date. Yes, I'm funny with that. Like I, I, I do. I, when I've watched an episode, I do like to see what other people thought of it. Yeah, so I love I, it. It's kind of like a sports match and reading totally. like, all the other people's opinions or something. I mean, it's why people probably listen to this podcast. But yeah. I'll like immediately go to AV Club. And Same. when I was a kid, that used to be like, 
I always saw eye to eye with AV Club. Yeah, I don't. And, and I think now I never do. I follow the writers. Don't follow them, but I know who's writing this season. And sure. Like, I hate it when someone's like, hey, I've never watched South Park. We're going to write about South Park season 20. And I'm yeah. kind of like, well, I've watched every South Park. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. The, um, the, the, the biggest, like, stark kind of difference between my opinion and theirs is uh, in regards to vice principals. Which just fin- I finally caught oh, up on. I've got one app to go. Sorry, how, how the fuck have you not watched the last episode? I, because I ended up, <laughs> I went to watch it, then then accidentally watched four seasons of Eastbound and Down. That's right. Yeah. Oh my god! Have you ever watched that, that final episode? No, is yet? it great? Yeah, man. It, I mean, like it is a very different ending to what I was expecting. Cool. Okay, say no more. Yeah, I'll watch I, it. I, and I we'll talk about it next yeah. week. But and uh, I know it's being written as two seasons. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Danny um, McBride's come out and said... And the second season is going to be wildly different to the first, I think. Amazing. Uh, yeah, like... Okay, I, I, I'm, All right, I'm, say I'm, no more. Yeah. I'll watch it tonight. I cannot believe you didn't watch it. Yeah, same here. <laughs> I seriously got sidetracked with Eastbound and Down. I love that you watched all four seasons of Eastbound I bought and Down. them too. I was like... like in the space you? of time since we said we've got one episode left to go, which yeah. is weeks ago. I bought them all on iTunes and watched them. It was That's the best. so great. Yeah, it was great. Um, have, you got, have you got many other shows on your pile of to watch at the moment? I've got basically getting hyped up for Rogue One, but I have a lot of shows in my pile. I got um, Luke Cage. I got yeah, I've got Luke Cage. Season two of Mr. Robot. I still haven't done season I've, two of Better Call Saul. I've got all of that too. And then um, I'm so behind. And then Agents, Agents of Shield. Have it is hard. As well. Like it's hard to kind of go when I go home. I will now just watch shows, and I wish I had that. Last I even year. have like a backlog of, of last week tonight. I like watching that with my yeah, wife. That's but a great show. You know, we still haven't even reached Brexit yet. Fuck. Imagine like, you'll be finding out which president gets in by in six months. Yeah, exactly. That's the most political we've uh, ever. That's gotten. how I hear, hear all my news. Six oh, months later, here. through yeah, last yeah. week tonight, through John Oliver monologues. Yeah. Um, no, I basically got just getting pumped up. It's it's like a month basically until Rogue One is out. Can you believe that? The machine. We should think about, about buying our, our tickets. There. They're not on sale. Yeah, yeah. I'll okay. let you know when they are. I, but I the machine has not started. Um, same time, same place. Yeah. Midnight at Fox. We know. You know they're going to turn it up. Yeah. You into going there again? Yeah, of course. All right, see. Yeah, yeah. That was um, fun as. Big news. Well, not big news, but a kind of will they, won't they rumor that hasn't seemed to die uh, that's been persisted ever since this movie's been in the, the, the like post-production period is um, will there or won't be, be an opening crawl, the iconic Star Wars opening crawl. And this week seems to be the most uh, confirmation that the, this movie will not have an opening Star Wars crawl. I repeat... Rogue One will be the first cinematic Star Wars movie, not including the Clone Wars ep- movie, to have no opening crawl. So this is like a this to me is like such a non-event. Like, I know, but people it's are huge, going apeshit. It's par- like the, the opening crawl is so iconic. I mean, it's one of the most parodied, you know, intros to a movie ever. Yeah, um, I and, and it's you know it's it's, it's the uh, the recap page of, of, it's of, of the Star recap. Wars, and you know Lucas borrowed it from Fifty Serials, which when you know you jump in, you watch Flash Gordon, Cocoa Pops, Cocoa Fruit Pops, Loops. yeah, that you can still get them then, except they use real sugar there <laughs> and cocaine, like all good things in their original form. Uh, yeah, it was a classic recap tool, and you know it was used to, I think, brilliantly to describe a universe which audiences had never seen before in three paragraphs in the first Star Wars movie, and you kind of knew. There's good guys, there's bad guys, and it did it in 30 seconds. It was yeah. fantastic. Uh, I see why some people are upset, but I, for one, welcome our crawlless overlords for these standalone Star Wars movies. I think they're quite restrictive. Everyone we've seen it opens in, you have to open in a cold open in space. Yep. You then pan down, and it, you, know, you, you arrive on a ship or a planet. Uh, I'm excited. I mean, if Lucasfilm and Disney want these standalones to have. Very different feel, 
you, you get rid of the opening crawl. Um, the original, one problem I see is that audience members who are dumb, i.e. not Star Wars autistic like myself, will be confused at where this movie's set and its time frame, um, considering the Death Star is well and done. Both Death Stars have been destroyed. And why is Darth Vader alive? Like that I'm could sure be- there's going to be some level of explaining where we're at in the world. I right? mean, the classiest way to do it is an opening crawl. But I don't mind if these ep- the Star Wars episodes, the saga, will just keep no because it'll crawls. be open, I like that. Someone's going to be in an A wing. They're going to and it's going to turn yeah. in. Going to turn on their their radio. Yeah, and the radio is going to be like, okay, like yeah, um, here's what's gone down. Which in is the blah, blah, how blah, the Clone Wars blah. opens. It would have like 1950s radio. Blah, 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 like it does, it would explain to you like that because I guess kids can't read that well and to have a crawl would be a bit too much. Right. Um, and is that how people, Clone Wars happens, is it? Yeah, episode, it's like right. a 50s, like, clones attack, blah, blah, blah. Oh, right, and it's cool. like, explains it in like four lines. It's really cool. It's kind of like, uh, well, some people don't like it, but it, it does keep in tune with the Lucas borrowing from, you know, serials of days past, like uh, those yep. off wheat bix in the pantry. But I, I'm down for it. I think it's cool. Like, let these filmmakers make a movie that isn't opening in space. Like, you know, you can open this new Star Wars film anywhere. Yeah. It would be a bummer if they got restricted or bored or had to launch a certain way. I don't know. I'm really excited for, for Rogue One. The, the level of uh, merchandise and promo is nowhere near as heavy as it was yeah. this time last year. We knew I, it wasn't going to be. Yeah. I mean, I reckon episode eight will be. Yeah. That's the one that people are going to be, you know, getting pumped about when they see those characters that we now the, the, love. The characters aren't as toyable. Totally. And that's really interesting. It's like a, it's like a very... Much more adult-themed looking film. The Alan Tudyk voiced uh, to, uh, uh, to, uh, K2SO. Yeah, yeah, he he's, he's cool. He's awesome. Yeah, he's kind of like Iron Giant meets. I'm gonna. Uh, it's, it's, gonna it's gonna be the only Star Wars like I said I buy this year is the um, the one with him. One unless it's with him in it because I yeah. want that figure. Which one is it? I don't, he's in a few of them. He's so in a few. Yeah, a few choices. Exciting. So I cool picked up the um, Advent calendar yesterday. The Star Wars Advent calendar. Ten percent off. Yeah, at I got uh, Hobby Co. I got Drop in. I got twenty percent off. Oh wow! At uh, Target a few hey, months ago. It's not ago. a contest, but you won. <laughs> Can I ask you a Star Wars qu- question that might make you and listeners' bloods boil? Yeah, go for it. There was an article that went up last week on Cracked.com because now they put up like yeah. actually quite clever do, articles. Yeah, it's really funny about rape culture in uh, in 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 movies. Wow! And they brought up the example of Han Solo's interaction with Leia in. I think it's Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, when he's like kissing her in the confines. He pretty much, pretty much like forces himself onto her. This is true. I watched, I that, with, I watched that with my wife last year. Yeah. But she'd never seen it before. And Bless her. she thinks Han Solo is gross. Oh, really? Yeah. And it... I mean, like I grew up thinking Han Solo was the fucking man. Yeah. And I still think he is. But I can't not watch those shows and feel gross too. Yeah, no, I've never thought of it that way. Um, I can totally see why. I will need to watch again to see how I feel now. Um, I just thought, you know, he was acting on a pheromone, sure. pheromonal level. Perhaps it was midi-chlorians and, you know, uh, I don't want to say the phrase she was asking for it because she wasn't. <laughs> but, you know, there's some chemistry in that movie. No, I mean, it's not like she's a stranger. Totally, like, there's there is chemistry, chemistry in two chemistry. movies. And he was playing on that... I mean, you wouldn't see that in movies these days. No. It was a very but 50s... There like, was... Yeah, totally. You're like, and, it, was, and it was quite shy of slapping a girl in the face and kissing her. Yeah, you know, exactly. It was like a few degrees lower of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, you know, she was, she, she'd been flirting with him. They've had a flirty relationship. He's had been eyeing her for the last three years yeah. in canon speak. Um, I don't know. I think it warrants a kiss. 
Uh, it, it, was, it wasn't so much that they kiss. It was he shoves her head up against like metal, like directly behind her. In his defense, she has very cushioned hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I'm not it's one of those things. That. It's yeah. one of those things. It's like you know, it happened years ago. Yeah. before people thought very long about things like yeah. that. Yeah, and it also it would be far worse if Leia was a damsel in distress. Totally. She's definitely not, which I think a lot of people still forget that Leia is like the one calling the shots in A New Hope Absolutely. during the Death Star escape. And she still is in Force Awakens. She still is, and I do like that. And yeah, I don't know. It does add to their love. hate. They have a love-hate relationship, as yeah. we saw even in The Force Awakens. You know, they mm. can't stand each other, but are madly in love still. And it's a tragedy. And I just got really sad then thinking about the fact Han Solo is dead. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, that's, a, that's like the saddest death since... Um, MCA from the Beastie Boys for me. <laughs> there, like- there are so many videos, um, sorry, uh, stories and things on the internet about uh, f- parents of kids who loved the design of Kylo Ren so much in the lead up to Force Awakens, and now had to like throw out all the all of the Kylo Ren stuff once they've saw actually saw once the he movie committed patricide and, he and murdered his their father character. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really, yeah, uh, Kylo, what did you do? Um, that article that I talked about also used um, the example of, that I'd never even thought about, and I've seen this movie quite recently, of Ratatouille. Um, oh, yeah, sure. When uh, basically, the, you know, Remy the rat forces... <laughs> forces Lig Linguini to, like, to, grope a girl. To, no, to, like, to pretty much, uh, you know, falls on top of the girl and then goes in for the kiss. Yeah. Um, the, the, the character that um, Janine Garofalo voices. Yeah. And uh, she has pepper spray and she's about to mace him. And then she decides, oh, no, I'm into this. And Not then this puts the pepper spray down while they're making out. Yeah, shit. It's pretty I fucking... I forgot about that. Yeah, I completely Pixar. forgot about that too. Real the dark weird. hours. I mean, remember when there was that massive amount of controversy uh, over Spielberg and, um, and George Lucas editing certain yeah, moments yeah, of their yeah, films? Yeah. Like, you know... The, the guns. The gun out yeah. of E.T. and replacing it with a phone. Uh-huh. Do you think, like, film studios are going to... Get woke soon and do 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 versions of these movies. Let's find out who gets in uh, the U.S. presidency, and then we. Yeah. <laughs> can, I reckon that'll be very reflective. Um, yeah, I'm all for the president. I don't know. It's hard. I know. I know. On, on one hand, don't yeah, but totally. don't get too woke. Like just, but then don't make an all female version of the movie to try and cover up the no- non wokeness. No, but the all female part of that movie was not the bad part no. of Ghostbusters. No, no, no. But I mean, don't do a. If anything, the worst part of that movie were the original male. Don't do the surface level wokeness, you know, for the sake of it. You only didn't like that movie because it wasn't set in the same universe. That's your main problem. With yeah, it. and it wasn't funny. <laughs> two, um, two major reasons. Man, I was um the other day. I had like a, a moment where I was like, oh my god, what are we going to do if Rogue One is shit? Yeah, because I which feel is a like complete. You know, we had this thought with episode seven. The, we were like, uh, what if it's bad? Oh, but I don't care for me. Yeah. What you mean? What am I going to do? Because I don't think we've had a moment in the last year on Hey Fam where you've liked something and I haven't. Look, man, you didn't know me during the prequels. <laughs> I've been through this before. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a seasoned vet when it comes to negative uh, Star Wars gearing. Because <laughs> I feel like I, I, I'll always kind of defend things that like aren't truly bad. I'll try and go like, I mean, oh, well, this part was good. Of like, you know, Doctor Strange, for example, or yeah, the parts for a good movie. Ben Mendelsohn, Darth Vader, Death Star, different style Star Wars movie. It's almost this time last year we were saying the same thing. Like J.J. Abrams, Harrison Ford, yeah, Chewbacca. Yeah. Like, it has all the parts for it to go well, but also 
are people not wanting that? Do they want a very... I don't know. I don't know. It's, and it's very risky too because it's not an episode. It's what not I a, like about it so far is that the trailers have not given away too much yep. at all. That's I mean, fine. for a movie that we know how it essentially ends, yes. they steal the Death Star plans. I still don't really know anything about the film. Yeah, it's really exciting. Yeah, and it looks fucking sexy. Did you see the trailer for the new Wonder Woman movie? Yes. It was okay. I thought it was a really good trailer, but yeah. I, I'm beyond ever getting my hopes up for a DC movie again. Oh, same here. Like, oh, I've, that's what we have to speak about. Speaking of DC, yeah, look, the trailer was fine. I, it had a lot of echoes. Of, I mean, it looked p- pretty. Yep. Um, the stuff said on the Amazonian, what is it? Am- uh, what's that island? Themyscira. Where? Huh? Themyscira. Themyscira. looks beautiful. Yep. Um, looks like the beach, <laughs> basically, <laughs> without Leo. Uh, it looked, you know, very hard not to see shades of Captain America that's fine yeah totally the first Avenger given it a period setting when that end theme comes in at the end too yeah I I was like the one thing one of the I know a lot of people don't like that theme at all no thanks Uh, Um, yeah but uh, I I, I thought that was my favourite thing about Batman v Superman it's okay I still find it a bit silly and out of place but I don't mind it it's just like some dude wailing on a guitar it's kind of funny uh, sounds like uh, the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin. Yeah, it totally does. That's why I <laughs> yeah. like it so much. <laughs> um, but speaking of DC and losing faith, there was a little leak yesterday. It appears by the strangest of places, Brett Easton Ellis, author of American Psycho. Yeah, um, some of the greatest novels of the last, you know, I've read any years. of them. Yeah, I've read any of them. No. Uh, I'm a big fanboy. Uh, he recently said in an interview that. He was eating dinner with some people who were familiar with the script, Ben, ben Affleck's script for the Batman, the standalone film, and the execs, uh, are friends of other execs who work at Warner Brothers, and you know this has to be taken with a grain of salt. Who said uh, the execs saw the script and said there are thirty problems in it that we can fix right now, but we're not going to because seventy percent of the audience watching this won't be seeing this in English, which to me sums up filmmaking by Hollywood filmmaking in twenty sixteen. I mean, we don't know if that's true. Yeah. It does sound extremely true, though, given their last three films. I just find it so funny that, uh, that like... They haven't learned? Oh, no, that, no, that Brett Easton Ellis is, like, in a position to just tell people this. Like, yeah. what a cunt move. But also, I love that he did it. Yeah, I think it's great. Like, even if it's not true, I find it so much funny. I think it's hilarious. He's, he's like, literally you know just saying... Fuck DC. But what's funny, he gave Batman vs. Superman one of his favourite movies of the year. Yeah. Which is so interesting. He was like... I remember him tweeting that, and I'm like, I'm not with you there. Yeah. Um, I think he liked it because it was so ridiculous and over the top and stupid. I don't know. He has, a, he has his reasons. I won't remember them because I blocked trauma. But I'm not surprised by that. It's also disappointing like that they know they've got a turd on their hands, and they're just like... Uh, the, the, the same people will go see it and just make money again. It'll be Suicide Squad. Like they've pretty much said, like you know, Suicide Squad made close to a billion dollars. Yeah, is, we don't we worry about need scripts. to start barracking people not to pay for these movies. Like I'm, I want to go in and film it on a handy cam yeah. and then distribute it online so no one else. Like I spend twenty bucks on it, but no one else has to. Because like there is, if, if these, I mean, look, we don't know. Maybe Wonder Woman's good. You know, there are rumors, there are leaks from that that, that it's not. And uh, I, I don't trust DC. And, I, and there was more news this week that Flash has lost its director. Yes, third again. director. So the guy that was uh, that did Dope is, is gone. Third director. I mean, that uh, smells. Apparently, fucking... his, his version of Flash was meant to be edgier. So maybe that's a good thing that he's not there. But that just spells trouble, doesn't it? It's just fucking weird. It's, it's weird just, as shit. Like they are just plagued with problems. Oh yeah. And like you know, they're, they're really trying to make Justice League seem like the most fun, appealing movie ever by just like being open and having Nothing press about come and fun. watch it get filmed, but. Yeah. DC. DC, where, where did it all go wrong? Uh, probably Man of Steel, I yeah, would say. Yeah, no, you're right. Man of Steel. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, that does it again for another one of the... We love Nintendo. We still love Star Wars. We're watching a new show. And DC, we hate your episode of Hey Fam. Yeah, I mean, that's the, yeah, that's a, that's a classic uh, coming together of, uh, of things that we talk about yeah, on the show. But, it, but it, is, it is unfortunate that, like, you know, we definitely... Even though we'd been burned by DC so many times when we started this podcast, now we've gotten to that point officially where we just won't get our hopes up ever again. Yeah, and, you know, great versions of Batman exist. I mean, there's one coming out. Lego Batman looks incredible. Okay, that the new looks fucking amazing. Week. Oh, my God. The trailer yeah. for that looks so great. That's one thing I have uh, hope from DC at the moment. They're and when Warner Brothers, too. Like, yeah. I yeah. Mean, like, uh, and also, Fantastic Beasts is out next week. Horrible I mean, Beasts and How to Fuck Them. It looks <laughs> real great. But, uh, again, I just don't trust Warner Brothers. Horrible Beasts and How to Fuck Them could be an alternate title for Westworld, couldn't it? <laughs> cool. We came full circle almost. And also, shout-outs to the third Hemsworth brother being in Westworld. Oh, He's is a he? security guard. Oh, no way. He came around with the girl when that bald one was going crazy trying to climb the rocks. Cool. I'm glad he's getting work. Glad he's getting work. You've been listening to HeyFam. You can find us online, facebook.com slash podcast. Thanks a lot, Famalama Ding Dongs. That's uh, what we call you. Um, and, uh, you as can per f- every episode. Oh, I want to say a special shout out to HeyFam family member, um, Albert Santos. Uh, came through with the goods. Uh, not drugs. He... Pretty much drugs. Pretty though, much more my drugs. He... Uh, being a long-time listener of the show knows that I have a, 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 an affinity for Bandai's SH Figure Arts Star Wars series, mm-hmm. and he's streamlining his toy collection and had bought a uh, Captain Phasma, which he realized was the start of something nasty if he were to continue this path of uh, purchasing, so he offered to sell it to me at literally half price and brought it to me mint in its box just to deliver that day and great doing transactions with your buddy if anyone else wants to sell some yeah. shit if any listeners I know a lot of, a lot of other podcasts inferior podcasts will uh, you know have sponsors yeah. ask, ask for you to donate to you're our sponsors to Patreons that, you know what we'll be on give that. us your toys yeah give us your toys give us your toys not in a bully sense but no, you know. no like you know give us your toys for half price yeah that's what you as, as listeners that would be great that's the top tier Patreon isn't it like you get to sell one of us a toy for half price so congratulations, Albert, for doing Incredible that. Incredible incentive. Yeah, that was a $60 top tier one. So thank you if anyone else wants to follow through. Oh, wait, no, we, we lost my... No, anyway. <laughs> it, it worked uh, out well. Anyway, big shout outs. Yeah, thanks to Albert. And uh, send us an email, heyfampodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook again, heyfampodcast. We love you. We love the way you Let look. us know uh, what you'd like us to talk about in the future. Uh, we're yeah. Gonna, we're going to be... Let us know if you're watching Westworld and you're vibing on us. Let us know if you love watching sports at the 871 bar, smashing those $5 cores. It's a good way to live. Smashing those cores. Cores is the password. You can find Angus online at Jimmy Changus. I'm at right. Dog. And uh, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week. Enjoy your morning. Love you. Hey! Bam, 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 bam. Hey, this is Levins. Thanks so much for listening to Hey Fam. If you're not completely sick of my voice, why don't you go and check out one of my other podcasts? One of them is called The Mitchin and is all about the Sydney food and bar scene. And the other one is called Serious Issues and it's all about comic books. If you uh, get angry that Angus and I don't talk about comic books anymore, it's because all I do is talk about comic books at Serious Issues. So go there instead. Uh, you can find both of the podcasts on iTunes or download them directly at yolevins.com slash podcasts. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. And I'll see you next week.